0: Welcome to the Entrepreneur Podcast, a guide to fast casual fortunes. You got co host me, Brandon Haught, and Joe Collin here. Howdy. Hey guys, this is our second one. Ready to bring you some new, one in the can, one of the two can. ready to go. Ready to go. Here we go, guys. So, last, last, I don't know if you heard our last podcast, but we talked about, we took a deep dive into how Nom, Nom Ninja got started. And, uh, you know, we, we went into some intricacies about how we handle some things and, like, how we got things going. And um, and now we want to start taking these podcasts into uh, more specified directions. So we want to target today probably uh, menus. That's one of the biggest things that we want to cover today. Um, and then, uh, you know, obviously we're going to – I'm a little long-winded. So there's a few <laughs> other things that we could probably hit up. But
1: um, If you ever need to get something done, don't take Brandon with you you <laughs> will spend 45 it. minutes talking to every person Finn.
0: i'll make it interesting but yeah the job's gonna take a little longer than you plan
1: yeah. like a day <laughs> like
0: a day so yeah so starting out man any food truck or any any restaurant fast casual yeah, the first step first step would be a
1: menu 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 you're gonna sell it's
0: got to be a menu right so but there's a there's a lot that goes into it it's not just like oh here's what i'm selling here's a burgers. price yeah i mean 10 bucks to, exactly. Just throw numbers, throw it at the wall, see what sticks.
1: Right. No, there's
0: actually formulas, right? Right. Yeah, right. absolutely. So I'm not really sure how we came up with our our prices to begin with.
1: Um, I, I think we're just like as <laughs> cheap as possible sell some <laughs> of these things.
0: Yeah, we definitely took that strategy, throw it at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, and um,
1: I'm willing to bet we made no money. Yeah. <laughs> we I probably mean, maybe a little wise, bit. Yeah. yeah. Probably broke about even.
0: Well, the, the difference is too. You know, we we talked we touched a little bit on yesterday's strategy. You know, the good thing about us uh, in the beginning is we were working it, so we didn't have to be super profitable. Or put a little bit of money in our pockets. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, you know, thinking about today, our, our food truck's out in the middle of the winter, and we have employees, right? We have employees. We know our food costs now, which <laughs> took a while. We figured yeah. it out. So we know our food costs Math now. Math was
1: not our strong suit. <laughs> we are <laughs> dividing divisors. Right. I don't know what we're doing, <laughs> but we were wrong for a long time. Yeah.
0: But we figured out what we need to do to break even, right? What we need to yep. break even and what we do to need what we need to do to make money.
1: And we structured that based on uh eventually with without us being on it full time. Yeah. You know, what we needed to be price point wise with uh employees going out every day, figured that cost into it. Fuel. Everything, yeah.
0: Yeah. So so I mean I'm just gonna share it. I'm just gonna be you know, transparent <laughs> about it is uh you know it's it's for us to even even break even with employees and food costs. And being within an hour of home, we have to do like $700 a day to break even to break even. Yeah. Yeah. That's just that's just to break it even. Start back at zero. Yeah. So so obviously when we talk about if we ever do talk about numbers, um, keep that in mind is that it's going to be different. You know, each each circumstance. Yeah, is gonna be different.
1: If you're running yourself, you're, you're one man show.
0: Yeah. One man show. The one, numbers way different. And then profitability, too. I mean, uh, so that's, that's what you got to think about is your food costs and and your operational costs when you start coming up with these menus.
1: Right. Um, And and if you, you know, you get that salad number, okay. $700. Now you can work backwards from that. You know, you're only going to have so many people, um, you know, say you're going to serve 50, 60 customers. Now, you know, okay. If I'm serving 50 customers, I have to be at 15 bucks a pop to get there to break even. Yep. Yeah. And so that, that's something we figured out real quick. Um, our price points were so low. And we we sold a lot of them. We're going, hey, we're selling a boatload of these things. Yeah, but we're not making any money. Yeah. Um, so we realized there's only a couple ways to change that variable, and it was to move the prices up. And we we fought about it every single time. Yeah, we did. We moved <laughs> to fifty cents, and we had a week long conversation.
0: <laughs> well, dude, I I recall the moment, the very first day that we ever changed our sizes, and it was your idea. And you're like, dude, maybe we should do an extra large size. And I was, you know, I was super hesitant to be honest with yeah. you. I was like, man, we're doing these, you know, six inch wraps, eight inch wraps. And I was like, I just can't see anybody buying a 10 inch wrap. Our first size up right, was actually yeah. a 10 inch wrap. Yeah. And we were at a, we were at a car dealership. Uh, I think it was in Freeland. And um, I was like, man, I just don't, I don't know how this is going to go. But I was there. I was actually on the truck at that time. And I was like, let's try it out. So I threw on double XL burritos. And sure enough, man, those were our number one sellers. Yeah. And back then that was a 10 inch. Yeah. And now our yeah. standard size is a 10 inch. Right and then a 12 inch so i mean don't be afraid to try it man because i was hesitant it no should, i know? mean yeah
1: you're gonna find out pretty quickly you yeah know, you get that feedback and if you don't sell any, that's a pretty clear answer but it's always worth um trying it out now once you've for us to move our prices now it's you know we've had the same prices for uh, a year now yeah. year and a half it's a little bit different game but when you're starting off you can move it around as you need to yeah but you really but re-
0: really it's also looking at those um Percentages, too, you know. Yeah. So, so really, rule of thumb I mean, restaurants, you own a restaurant, rule of thumb you take the cost of your food and you mm-hmm. multiply it by three, right? Right. Right. So, that's yeah, that's where you want to be. That's where you want to You want, you don't want your food cost to be any more than 30%. No. And, and, you know, and I mean, that's, that's still up there. I mean, there's guys, it depends on what you're selling, too. I mean, you really got to take your product in, into consideration. Right. I mean, you're selling shaved ice, shaved ice is 10 times, you know what I mean? Usually. Yeah. You're, you're different. So, vol- like, yeah. Uh,
1: Confectionaries, ice cream, stuff like that. So, your numbers are way up there percentage wise, but uh,
0: you're just not going to have that large amount of money either, though, right? Yeah, and
1: you know, we ran into that uh, a couple times. We had a nitro drink trailer, that we oh, yeah, whirl. and um, the numbers were we were doing decent with it, but you can only sell so many three, four dollar
0: exactly drinks, <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, so um, this didn't meet our needs for how we operate, but again, that goes into what is your operation? Are you a one-man show or are you looking to have multiple units yeah um you know all things to consider
0: and then that's i actually just had a conversation again yesterday um with another food show owner the one i, I brought him up uh, so he's thinking about switching concepts sure. but his concept is a lower price range and so you know he's like man so he's like i won't have those big numbers like you guys like he, he used to work for us so he knows our numbers and um you know and i was like well i put it in perspective like man to make 500 bucks we gotta sell fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. Right. If it's just you out there working, you you could probably sell a thousand and make five hundred bucks. bucks. So you yeah. can do half of what we're. Your price point could be half of ours, or you could sell half as many. Right. With that profit margin. Yep. So you know that's something you got to think about. You know, and then um, and then I've also had I I've had like you know three or four trucks reach out to me to look at their menus, mm-hmm. and so I mean the menu is really a selling point for you. You got to utilize that as a sales tool. Yeah. You know.
1: You know. After doing this for a while, we can look at a menu pretty quickly and see um i mean majority of the time i'm telling people to up their prices yeah it's a you don't feel comfortable with doing that you you, you know especially starting off you think you're too expensive but if you put it in perspective go out to eat anywhere you're spending 40 50 bucks yeah easily um so people are accustomed to, to higher prices and you're doing a um a custom item for them yeah know? so you you have a little bit of a premium to work with
0: yeah you have to give you have to give yourself some credit right like, yeah you have to give yourself some credit for one it's what, it's the prices you need to operate yeah you can't be shorting yourself because here's the thing you short yourself um people are going to expect those prices for one but for two i mean you're not gonna be able to operate long term i mean that's why most restaurants go out in the first one to three years right Right. because like one your price point you gotta you gotta take everything in consideration even the unknowns I mean, think about repairs and maintenance and insurances and things like that. You got a lot of costs to cover. Right. And then you need to make money or it's not worth it, right? Yeah. The,
1: you're going out just to, for the heck of it, yeah. which gets old pretty quick. <laughs> we can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That, that game's fun for a minute. Yeah. And um, once uh, you can't pay your bills again, <laughs> the fun
0: runs out. <laughs> and, you know, and that's, that's one thing that we do differently. I mean, a lot of people see our growth as exponential. But we don't put a lot of money in our own pockets, you know. So very little, and that that goes back to our strategy. You know, we could we could be we could be skimming money off the company anytime we want, but at the same time, we know that that'll slow down our growth right. tremendously.
1: Yeah, we we've uh, had the luxury of positioning ourselves where uh, we can put it all back into growth. Yeah, and we understand, you know, not everybody's going to be that way. Some people are making a living off this, so definitely take that into consideration. If this is your main source of income, yeah, um, you have to have your prices to allow you to live off that you do so and that goes back to when you're creating your menu when you're coming up with your items know that you want products that you can um you know sell a lot of but make money on too yeah you know if you're selling ten dollar ribeyes you're going to sell a boatload of them but you're going to go broke quick so yeah make sure your price point aligns with um you know income off of it too
0: yeah, exactly. Sure. And I, and honestly, man, our, uh, our menu has evolved as much as any other aspect in our business Yeah, as, as our business personally. Like um, we, we talked about in the last episode, we had one menu item, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, what I've learned through that is um, I, I get a lot of feedback and I think, you know, that's, that's the most important thing I need you know, you can be partial. To, and, that, and that's what I do see. People get partial to their menus. They, they fall in love with they, it. They, they yeah. do. They fall in love with their menu. They fall in love with their, their products, you know, but that doesn't translate well into the customer. Always the customer, you know, right. falling in love with it. Yeah. And that's one of the hardest things I think to let go of. You Especially
1: know? for, you know, these um, very good cooks, uh, you know, chefs, they, they um, have a hard time ever stepping on, you know, look, at, they just want top of the line quality, the best of everything. And which is great to offer. But um, if you can't get that out in a timely fashion and have it meet your price points that you need, then it doesn't mean a whole lot. Yeah. You know, um,
0: yeah, that's more like a hobby. I mean right. really that's what it's gonna be.
1: Yep. And, so don't don't feel bad to um, you know, for one price or where you need to be, but also make sure um, you know you're serving a product you're proud of, but um, it can't always be yeah, fillets and lobster.
0: Yeah. And sometimes that, it's
1: gotta be according to the crowd you're working.
0: And unfortunately, man, unfortunately, that results in a lot of times the best chefs and the best cooks go out of business.
1: Yeah, they, they, get, really, they get very uh, attached to, to that. And um, the lucky part of Brandon doesn't have a whole lot of food background, just to put this out there. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, pretty uh, much zero, <laughs> Yeah, other than a barbecue um, food truck. But he thinks so far outside of the box because of that. He's not within a structure that allowed us to try a lot of things that were maybe a little bit off the wall. And be unique, and uh, not be in a single mindset of what to do. Yeah. Um. But how about adding on quick um items, grab yeah. and goes like uh cheesecakes? What did those do for us? Yeah. Exactly. You
0: know, so I mean, it goes back to that price point. Um. That helped us raise our average ticket. It right. us raise our average ticket. It so it allows us to um you know produce that higher number that we need but at the same time, we don't actually make as much money off of those, right? right? Those aren't as profitable for us. Those things that are ready to go that we can just pick up. You know, it's always what I found out if you're gonna add an item, um let there be a purpose behind it. Right. You know, let it let it complement your main dish. Exactly. And and then also work local, which we found much success in. Yeah. We work with a, f- a few local companies. I mean, I'll go ahead and shout them out, you know. Let's give them a shout out. Okay. So I mean, we start off with Max and Emily's. Um they were amazing to work with. Um they had to end, end up moving their locations for their handmade cheesecakes, so we do cheesecakes as a dessert. Um and then we went to uh, Grand Traverse. Uh, you know it's cool no,
1: about Max and Emily's. What? Um we go over the state and we'd hear people everywhere. Yeah. Uh recognize the name. Yeah. So you know, um, it's funny. They're a small local business. They're about a block away from us, and we hear their name all over the state, which is very cool. To we see. do. Yeah. yeah. And
0: they, uh, they've been around since the '70s. Right. I think. Yeah. So they're yeah. they're doing something right, and I mean, you can tell the quality, the quality of their product. Yeah, it's you very know, good. It is. It's amazing, and I, I, really want, we really want to stick with them. Like I said, they had to relocate, and they weren't ready for us, and our customers were demanding cheesecakes. Right. Yeah. And then, so we we have a really another good, really, uh, really good relationship with the, a um, Grand River um, Brewery. They're actually a bakery and they make us exclusive flavors. So, I mean, that's, it's what, that's kind of hard to beat uh, the relationship we have now. They're willing to deliver. Um, they opened up a bakery segment. Uh, we were one of their first customers. Right. You know, they, the first customers to do their cheesecakes and to resell them. Um, they're so awesome to work with. So, you know, and, and people know their name too, especially in the Jackson area and surrounding areas. Right. Um, they, they've, they've, they're pretty well established. You and know? Um,
1: back to the custom flavors, I, I'm kind of a... Um, very straightforward where Brandon's maybe a little more creative and with the custom flavors, I'm like, okay, they're custom, whatever, but it really is a great marketing strategy. If you have something that's unique to you, Yeah. Um, you have a local company making it for you, you can really market that. You can you know, put out, this is our product. Yeah. Um, and that goes a long way. So that's another thing to think about when you're you know, doing these things, really focus on, if you can say, we have a local product uh, yeah. that's made for us. And um, you can set yourself apart a little bit more with that as well.
0: You can. I mean, it's, and it's advertising and it's exclusive to you. And I mean, I think we even got a deal in place right now that if anybody else wants to retail our flavors, they have to come through us. No. So it's, a, it's an amazing deal, you know. And um, and then also, another company that we work with in the summertime is Icebox Brands. And yeah. I'm talking, those are like one of the best handmade, handcrafted ice creams. You know, the
1: biggest problem with those? Yeah. Um, they don't stay in our freezer somehow at our shop here. <laughs> somehow they disappear. They disappear before they get to the truck. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that is a problem. My mom and dad, take frequent trips down here and things disappear <laughs> that uh, stuff is amazing though
0: yeah yeah so grant uh they're awesome to work with too um they got these handmade ice cream bars and they also do like some other popsicles and things like that so i mean work with somebody local um preferably someone that has a well name a uh, well-built name and brand something that you can kind of like uh that complements you though you know what i'm saying um so and people support local like crazy i mean it's which is awesome i mean we're local we're still a local truck and um, you know, small businesses can continue to use that support. So work with somebody to add that average ticket. So we're looking at your average ticket. Mm-hmm. What can you, what can you add to it
1: to right. raise so, that average you know, ticket? The co- when you think about this, uh, burgers and fries, yeah. you know, those fries are an add on a couple dollars, but it's quick for a, a burger truck to do Yeah. where if you're doing, um, okay, burgers and another entree, well, people aren't going to order two entrees. You yeah. Know, they're not going to get a burger and a wrap. Yeah. But they will get a burger and fries or a burger and cheesecake so that that add on item um, is a way to get those ticket prices up. Uh, it's something that can be quick and easy and it's not competing with your your main items.
0: And that's why and that's why we don't make as much off of them. Right. I right. mean, we're really storing these things. And I, so they, they are taking up you know square footage They're taking up. Uh, on our units, Ooh,
1: that's another good top to go down. Yeah. We'll get there. In a second.
0: We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. So the square foot, I mean, so really we don't got a lot of time in, in prep time. So we take that into consideration. So on those type of items, uh, I know we got this, you know, 30% rule. Um, but it doesn't always equate to those things that are already prepared for us. Yeah. I so, think your
1: add-ons can be a little bit less, especially yeah. if you have uh, almost no time into them. Yeah. If they're not taking up any labor it's basically grabbing something handing and out. You can move those numbers a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind too, guys. Like if, if, if somebody's working with you at a local company and you can't three times your money on it, I mean I I I think two times is, is a good yeah. value, you know what I mean? So if you can at least two times your money on it, um especially if you're getting those out, you
1: know, sixty, seventy percent of the time. Yeah. Um, now it's just a value add every time you're doing it. Yeah. Yep.
0: And so you can
1: almost look at it as taking adding a dollar 50 or $2 in profit to, to every, to
0: every ticket. Yeah. yeah. And that adds up. I mean, here's the thing, guys, you got to start thinking incremental. Yeah. I mean, you're talking 50 cents, dollars, whatever, cause um, it, all adds, it up. adds up by the end of the year, you'll notice a huge difference. And that's both ways though. It you is. know, your
1: cost 50 cents here and there, dollar here and there. Yeah. It adds up. It, it bites does. you in the butt if you're, if you're not paying attention to that.
0: I mean, me and me and you, we've narrowed it down to ounces. Yeah. Like how much we'll spend per ounce on rice. Or, um, you know, our proteins or things like that and how much we can save over the year. Yeah,
1: because yeah. it's going to add up. When you when you start, um, I worked with a guy last week. He helped install a, a piece on our truck. He's building his own truck. And that's why I kind of explained to him, you know, you're thinking about numbers maybe being a little bit conservative. But those go high quickly. And when okay. you're talking about serving, you know, a couple thousand people, 50 cents a dollar equates to, you know, $1,000, $2,000 yeah. pretty quickly. So those uh, little incremental differences go a long ways. Yeah. You know, that's like the uh, Ray Kroc. You know, that's the McDonald's method.
0: Yeah. Just
1: add on a little bit here and there, and it adds up big time.
0: Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. um It's true. And then, so when you're looking at a menu, really, too, you got to think about how many items you're offering, right? Yep.
1: So that goes back to the square footage. Uh, a part of that is you're on a um, – Let's face it. We're we're not in restaurants. Yeah, we have very limited storage um, on our unit. Um, we have, you know, maybe one way to store all of our product, and it takes up a good square footage on there. Yeah. Uh, so you have to take that in consideration. How many people are you looking to serve?
0: Yeah. How many? If, yeah. if
1: you want to serve, you know, five hundred people, you're not going to have a lot of menu items. Right. Um, you just don't have the space for it.
0: You don't. Yeah, all that's got to be in taking into consideration when you're just, just – we're just talking about a menu here. Right. So, I mean, all this has got to be in the back of your mind when you're creating this menu. Do you
1: uh, think a menu is the place to start this whole thing? Put your menu together before you even start anything else?
0: I mean, yeah, between that and product, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, what am I selling first? Maybe, yeah. But maybe not. I mean, maybe if that product doesn't work within that menu, you don't sell it. You, so, I, I think menu is definitely the first place to start. I think
1: when we started, our first thought was, how can we serve – a lot of people at the the concerts.
0: Yeah, that was fast. kind of where yeah fast. How can
1: we do that fast? So, you know, up there with menu is understanding what you're going to be doing.
0: Yeah, that's uh, exactly.
1: You know, if you're planning on doing, we go to events and we see some of these guys that can. Yeah, you know, it's I insane. don't throw out crazy numbers, but they do thirty, forty thousand dollars in a couple of days, and it's amazing to watch. It is, but that's what they're set up for. That, you know, they have,
0: and, th- and that's, that's what they strategized around, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, from day one, they knew that's what they wanted to do. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're set up. They, they want to be able to go out different spot every day of the week. It takes them a day to set up. Yeah. But within those couple of days they are set up, they'll they'll not go out what we'll do in a week. Exactly. So, and that, that
0: that is what's nice about us is that we're able to, um, we're able to get up and move. We're, we're really yeah. actually, we're mobile. I mean, we go to two different spots a day and I mean, we've done three spots in the day before and we get up and go. And I, I do hear that's a struggle for some people. And so, you know, that method's not going to work for everybody and you got to figure out what's going to work for yeah. you, you know?
1: Yeah. So along with, uh, figuring out your strategy, I think it goes along with, have your strategy, um, maybe formed around your menu, so, yeah. you know, figure out your strategy, how you want to operate and then, and then maybe I mean, come up with a menu, a menu to, uh, accommodate it.
0: Yeah. I mean, so one of the things that like kind of um kind of hurt us i mean I, I was super excited and you know maybe not a lot of people know, know about this but you know we've got offer to do some killer stadiums some venues yeah, so i mean some pro nfl stadiums college stadiums and i got, don't
1: think you have to be coy about it there's yeah, only yeah. one nfl team that's true in the state.
0: that is true um but you know I, I just don't know how many people know about that but we actually we as much as we wanted to me and you were so hyped about that opportunity we got to go down and check out the stadium yeah it was pretty and, cool you know they offered us i mean the kitchen An everything in the kitchen scene, Yeah.
1: Um, that was the craziest conversation we go down there like okay we got to sell these guys yeah what we can do we walk in there like okay this is where you guys are gonna be setting up at <laughs> yeah <laughs> like,
0: yeah hold on what <laughs> they told us is the number one spot in the stadium yeah. right inside the entrance um they also have quick stops so you know we're talking about you know ford field and um but here's the thing as much as we wanted to do this our menu was not right for it no our
1: menu you know it um although we can be quick um we really don't make enough to accommodate a large percentage to a venue yeah um you know and that's something that when you're starting off probably not a thought we probably never thought we'd have an opportunity to be there yeah never Um, so you know back to you know think big sometimes if you have a game plan of hey i want to be in stadiums yeah um you're gonna have to figure out how to be four or five times your money
0: at least and then on top of that holding that was our biggest, that was one of our biggest yeah. struggles. Holding like, um, in the beginning, we weren't doing things, uh, you know, we've learned to be fresher and quicker and better. But we could, you know, we can hold our food for, you know, well, serve serve safe says we can hold our food for about four hours at the right temperature. But our food loses lo- a lot of
1: quality in that yeah,
0: time. Yeah. Our food loses quality, you know, one to two hours, and that's as much as we want to hold anything. So we're tossing things twice as fast as we need to. But we quality is important to us, and we couldn't have that quality at that stadium. And no, it was going to be us. hard to
1: maintain. I mean, yeah. you, you know. You run. You can only hold so much at one of those stations, and you're sending your guy, and your girl, yeah, you know, a couple hundred yards into yeah. the the bowels of the stadium during yeah. the middle of a game to try to get more product. <laughs> right. Um, but these are all things to you know, and that goes back to um, where we, were, we may be smart about stuff because that that's something that is an amazing opportunity. It's, uh, we felt crazy saying no to it, but you know you have to talk through it. Okay, is this really? Yeah, going to benefit us, or is this a advertising play? Yeah, you know, are we just doing this to get our name out there, and maybe we make a couple dollars? But these are things you have to start considering. Yeah, um, saying yes to everything's nice, but you can get yourself in trouble really quick.
0: Really quick, yeah. And you want to be able to deliver, you know. Yeah. And that's us but, always. We don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. Yeah. You know. Um. And so and so when we're looking at our menu, you know, we start off with one item. I know that's. That's not what everybody's gonna. Everybody's not gonna be in that same boat, all right. It's
1: probably not ideal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's not ideal to start with one item. But
0: here's the thing: you probably really don't want to be over three to five items on your
1: menu. No, I mean entree wise. Yeah,
0: yeah. entree wise. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and depending on your speed. You yeah. Know, um, there's a lot of products people can do very. I mean, you can do pizza so fast, and really, yeah. you're just offering different toppings. Yeah. Um, so you know, it depends on what your focus is, what your you know idea, your theme is, and then if you can be quick and then you can add maybe more. But we touched on this yesterday. It's not only about how fast you can serve. Yeah. It's about how fast a customer can make a decision. Right. So uh, if you have five items, now they're asking you questions about all five. And again, that's only a minute maybe per customer, but you times that by 500. Uh, and yeah. now you ended up adding.
0: And you're missing a lot of sales. Yeah. People are going to walk away.
1: Yep. I mean, lines are good. You know, yeah. that's something we fought about for a while. Um, you You get a line and, our guys get nervous because we have we we knock a line up quick, but yeah. uh, lines draw crowds. Mm-hmm. So there's a fine
0: fine a line, line, line. <laughs> to, work, to play there. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you don't necessarily want to eliminate your line very quickly, but you don't want it to get out of control. Either. Exactly. Yep.
0: Yeah. So yeah, so three to five items I feel is ideal. And I mean and, and try to and try to replicate what you're already using, right? Try yeah. to try to reuse those yeah. ingredients. Like ours is rice and all three. And then we just add different proteins. Yeah. And you know, and if you can you can be creative with some of this stuff. I mean Yeah, I mean you you know,
1: there's there's thirty different things you can do with chicken. You know? Yeah. Um but yeah, that that is a very good point. Have a lot of your um, menu items play off each other.
0: Exactly that'll cut down on your space that'll cut down on your time cut down on a lot of preparation because it's already prepped it's just a different way to mix things yep so yeah honestly like that's probably one of my biggest pieces of advice is um you know maybe it's only three or five ingredients in a menu and you or and you create your menu from that yeah you know what i mean whatever you, stop but stop adding things you know what i mean like things that aren't aren't playing in all aspects
1: we'll work, work it down to yeah. what's you know maybe start with six products but yeah go out have those six and you'll know very quickly um you know Depending on what kind of point of sales system you use, ours breaks down each item, how much we sold. And you can look at those numbers and figure out what's making the most sense for us. Yeah. Don't be afraid to eliminate what's not making sense.
0: Yep, there you go. I mean, if you give it a month, two months, three months, do a seasonal thing, but eliminate those things that aren't yeah, selling. You'll have yeah. good numbers. Keep track of your numbers. I mean, we use Square right now. We've used different point of sale systems. But it allows us to see our account. And it allows us to see exactly what we're able to sell and, and how much we're selling.
1: I don't know. We're Maybe this is bad. We're not as, uh, as obsessive every day going in and looking at our numbers. Um, not as we used to be. No, it's certain enough. We were every day looking at those and seeing where uh, we can improve. And that helped a lot with our analytics for getting bigger ass. We, we, we were selling a ton of reps. Yeah. And it just seemed like we Thousands. were moving the needle. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and it made us realize, okay, there's only one other way to up that number. Um, exactly. We gotta change this mini price. We're, the product had proved itself. We were selling a lot of them. Um, you know, people kept coming back. So now we had to play around with uh, setting a, a correct price point for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and the final thing I want to tell you about on the menu is presentation, right? Sure. You know how many times, like even we started off on the, you know, not doing things exactly like we should have, but, you know, a lot of times you'll see a menu and it'll be just just words right oh, yeah. Um, yeah just words and you know you um, know people throw have that, tons of questions throw away. yeah throw yeah. it away Um, and then you know I've even heard people tell me just even recently like you're not supposed to have money signs on your menus yeah that's uh, an old school you know we, we don't play we actually don't go that route but I mean that's a that's a good piece of advice yeah. you know you can look you can study into that kind of stuff but really to me the key basics of this the menu um, should be pictures you should mm-hmm. be able to have some kind of pictures to show people what they're eating right? sure I mean, they they want to know what they're buying into, and they want to know, especially if you're a new product people, like people us. People eat
1: with their eyes first.
0: Eat with their eyes yeah. first, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you want to have you want to have um, pictures, yeah. and you and you want to have um, if you can fit it in there, you want to have a short description. I would say, like ours is ours is pretty blunt. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty straightforward. Ours is hibachi chicken and rice. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Hibachi steak and rice and things like that. So um, you you if you got any kind of creative names that don't really tell you what's in it. Um I would definitely have some kind of short description, but those pictures are gonna are gonna help you sell itself, so
1: yeah, and, and they carry over to your social yeah you know um they carry over to um creating that that draw, and people when, when they can look at something very quickly and get an idea of what they're getting into yeah um that helps out a lot, yeah, especially like say you're doing um you're doing an event with multiple trucks, people are gonna make decisions based off of what they see, yeah, you know they'll see people walking around with food. That brings it, uh, actually, to another point. Um, do, How do we advertise once it's in somebody's hand? Uh, are they advertising for us? Yeah. Um, are you we, we went
0: to uh, branded papers. Yep.
1: Yep. So, you know, people walk around. You're doing these big events. They see the wrap, and they can see the papers. Everybody will pick up on that. Yeah. You, know, you don't think about those things when you're maybe in it, or yeah. it. But when you go to an event and you walk around, that's a nice thing about us not being on the trucks. Yeah, We can go to an event, walk around and see, you know, what's working.
0: Yeah. And then you try to figure out where that food came from. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? And a lot of, 90% of the trucks, you don't know. Right. You know what I mean? So like, I think us having that branding paper makes it, especially when you're at a casino event and there's somebody else selling regular burritos and they look just like our wraps. You know what I mean? I've heard, I've actually had people come up to me and say, oh, I went to the wrong one. That looked, you know, kind of looked like yours. Yeah. So really that branded paper points people back to you, which is what you want, you know?
1: Yeah. You know, I'm thinking if you're a burger truck. Yeah. You know whether you're putting a clamshell or whatever. If you have a sticker on there or something that just shows your your business, yeah, um, that that goes a long ways to creating some more traffic.
0: No, no joke, man. And I think this guy worked for the casino, but I've literally had a guy tell me that he's looked in the trash can and he the the thing that was in there that stood out the most was our rat papers. You
1: know. You would never think like, yeah, I would never, yeah. well, Brandon thinks like yeah, that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't at all.
0: But he's saying, he's like, I can tell that you guys are probably doing better than most of these vendors because of how much of your stuff I see. Yeah. And that could know just I mean? be
1: perception because yeah, yeah. everybody else on there is unbranded. You know? Yeah. So it, it might be. be the same amount of, oh, you know, whatever yeah. clamshells in there from another vendor that uh, you don't know who that is.
0: Exactly. So. So, yeah, it's little things like that that I do think it about. It is. You yeah. Know what I mean?
1: That's where starting off, you're just so excited just to, to get out there when there's a lot of small things you can do to, to improve your, um, your perception, Yeah, uh, you know, to draw some interest. Yeah. And, and branding is a big one, yeah. which we'll probably do a whole podcast.
0: Yeah. On. We could do a whole episode on yeah. branding and, and I mean, that's part of your strategy too. So, um, but yeah, guys, like, uh, we our first. this is our second podcast our second episode. Our first one is digging into how we got started, you know, some things that you, you, you could prevent, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, some things, you know, that you can expect really when you're starting out. But, um, moving forward, like I said, we're going to deep dive into specific topics. Um, and if you find anything valuable in this, I mean, if there's anything that's helped you guys at all, um, know that there's other trucks out there looking for the same info we we would appreciate if you guys, you know, yeah, reach out, tell us what yeah. you want
1: to hear. Um, you know, ask questions. We're, we're super open to that. We're very excited to, uh, go down that road and help some yeah. people out. We, um, we've, uh, maybe on accident mentored a couple of people. Yeah, right. It's the most enjoyable thing ever, you Yeah, know, watching, uh, giving somebody a little tidbit and watching them run with it and seeing it work. It's yeah, maybe one of the coolest things.
0: Yeah. And, and the best way to really get this out there to people, um, you know, is to share it for us. You know, you guys can review it. Re- uh, reviews are huge for us. Um, any kind of ratings on our podcast right now, we're on Apple, um, Amazon and Spotify. Uh, if you could follow us too, you know, that's going to give us more exposure. So following us, rating us, uh, we're just trying to get the word out there guys and to help as many trucks as possible. Um, and you guys are a big part of that too. I know a lot of trucks that are listening to, uh, a lot of people that are listening to this right now are food truck owners. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a group specifically for food truck owners, the entrepreneur group, um, and the page and things like that. And then obviously we're food truckers ourselves at heart guys. And, uh, we just want to see everybody be successful. And I believe that any of you guys could be, you know, there's, there's certain steps stat- you guys got to figure out your own path, but I think we got some stuff that's universal.
1: Sure. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So, you know, wrapping that up, um, when you're thinking about your menu, keep it simple. Don't get married to it. Yeah. Be willing to change and think about um, how you're going to serve. You know, if you're going to be doing big crowds or private caterings um, and don't be afraid to price yourself appropriately.
0: And don't be afraid to say no. Right. Absolutely. Don't take everything. You know, if it doesn't fit your system, you know,
1: it doesn't work, it might no.
0: not be worth the risk. I mean, some you might want to risk it, but you know, figure out that it but, doesn't fix-
1: make sense, it doesn't make dollars. Yeah, and there's no way around it. Yeah,
0: and so, one last thing, too, guys, I got a question for you. I don't, if you guys could answer this question, you can message me maybe in the group, um, leave a comment. This will be on YouTube, too, so you can like and subscribe to us, we'd really appreciate it. But our last episode wasn't edited, it was completely raw, real. We don't edit anything, really, it takes a lot of time.
1: If you see a nose, it's well. <laughs> As cold in our building as it is outside. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I have gloves on. Just put it (laughs) out there.
0: (laughs) Not much insulation. Uh, You know, so I I, want to know what you guys want to hear. Do you guys want us to edit these things? Do you want to hear raw, real? Do you just want to hear our conversations? Um, To me, I mean, this might be a little deep, but the entrepreneurship life in general is is too edited to me. Yeah. Like you see success.
1: You, yeah. You don't see the, the errors.
0: Yeah. You you go on LinkedIn, you see yeah. uh Forbes, all you see is, all you see is the mountaintop, right? Yep. The peak. And you don't see what everybody goes through. You don't see the struggles. There's nobody the up
1: there that hasn't had a, a boatload of mistakes.
0: Yeah yeah and and i don't want that you know i don't want you guys to think we have a flawless pot i mean this is how this is how we live this is how we talk there's no scripts or anything like that and you know i want you guys to um we
1: we said this would be 15 minutes
0: yeah exactly (laughs) so we don't go by rules or guidelines man we just we're just here to share what we you know what we've been through and hopefully it helps
1: one of you guys yeah um i can't wait to hear from somebody yeah uh, me too with a question or maybe looking for some advice
0: yeah so let us know do you want us to edit it do you like it raw what do you want what do you want to hear guys you want to hear the the footage, um, you know, we're going to take you, like he, uh, Joe said last time, we're going to have a podcast on just mess-ups. I mean, half of our life, half of our entrepreneurship life is mess-ups, and, uh, you know, what, what you can gain from that. So we want to hear from you guys. We want you to follow us and subscribe and like and share. Um, and then, most of all, we want to know, you know, if it's impacting you and, you know, if there's anything else that we can do for you guys. So, all right. All right, guys. Follow us, man. Have Get a good one. Yep. See ya.